Welcome. Welcome to International Lutheran Church. Welcome to Korea. Welcome to Seoul. Welcome to Yongsangu. <laughs> we saw that sign, you know, when we walked off the plane. Welcome. It has been very blessed to be here today with you and to be welcomed into God's house and welcomed already by dear friends, people who have been praying for our arrival and working hard to make that welcome memorable and blessed. I want to welcome you too. Welcome you back. Actually, next week, we're having Welcome Back Sunday, right? Yes. With a barbecue and everything. But I couldn't miss sharing with you what's on my heart, especially these days, as I have been thinking about all these welcomes that we've heard and seen and appreciated and honestly uh, have needed. Because, as you know, life isn't always easy. Things don't always go real smooth or as smooth as you'd hope they would. Some things can happen unexpectedly and boom, new plan. Something that we hadn't thought of happens and we have to regroup and rethink and redo and Well, and what a blessing it is that many of you have been there for us already, and we haven't been here 20 days yet, fixing this, supporting us, encouraging us, and helping us find the right way, and sharing with us the best eats in Seoul, Korea, plans for activities that will make this place truly our home. Thank you. But I'll be real honest with you, though, and I hope you'll be honest with me. There are some things that happen in life that no doctors can fix. That no matter of friends, acquaintances, family members, or our own effort can do anything about. And that is a problem, big problem. And I'm here to be honest with you, we've all got it. It's called sin. And it's not good. The prognosis is, uh, let me put it this way, nobody leaves without gnashing their teeth on this one. Okay? Hear me in the back? It's tough. And as much as I wish I and my family and everybody was perfect all around me, I'm sorry, but we're not. And you're not, and I know that. I know that about myself. And I tremble, and I think about all the things that can go wrong in just a short amount of time, and somebody's hearts and faith are dashed. Uh, So I pray 
that you will pray for your pastor and for one another. As we strive, as we struggle, as Jesus commanded his followers to do, to enter that narrowest of doors, that tiny crack in the wall. Because it is hard. We often fall into that Esaian, that's a new word, by the way, Esaian trap, where even our birthright, we're ready to give it up for something that's immediate, right in front of me, right? I mean, do you remember the story of Esau and his brother? He's kind of tricky, Isaac, right? No, Jacob, his name was Jacob. Jacob was a tricky guy, right? And he was always grabbing on to his brother's coattails or his heel, right? He was going to get what was rightfully his brother. They had a very interesting relationship, by the way. Went their whole life through, too. But can you imagine it? Esau comes in. He's starving, hungry, right? He's been out hunting all day long and maybe several days, I don't know. And here's brother relaxing at home, cooking up some stew. Give me a pot of that stew. Jacob has a plan. Hey, he might sell something for that stew. How about his birthright? What good's my birthright if I'm starving to death? Yeah, you can have it. Are you kidding me? Are we that blind? Yep. We are that blind. Sin has got our eyes so mucked up, we can't even see what's important right in front of us. What's already ours, we toss it away like it was nothing. And fail to appreciate the gifts that God gives to us every day. Yeah. That's tough. And unfortunately, there's no way out. Because that's what we're up against, isn't it? Every day. We need some hope, though, don't we? And Jesus' words today are... I don't know, that was kind of tough to read. Let's be honest, it didn't sound very hopeful. Are those that are being saved few, Lord? You want to hear the truth? Struggle. Strive. Fight your way to enter the narrow door. Because I tell you what, many will stand and the door will be shut and the master will turn away. Okay, uh, let's be honest. We need to read this with a couple of things in mind. Otherwise, we're just going to weep and gnash our teeth at this service, okay? Number one, where is Jesus going? Luke is very clear. 
He started in chapter 9, verse 51. Jesus had set his face like flint towards Jerusalem. He's going to Jerusalem. Why? Why Jerusalem? Why Luke's interest in this journey to Jerusalem? Because he knows the story. He's a perfect storyteller, and he knows what Jesus is there in Jerusalem to do. To suffer on a cross, to be rejected by his own disciples, to be sold and betrayed by his dear friend, Judas. To be rejected by the Jewish leaders, to be mocked by the Roman soldiers, to be nailed to a Roman cross and be rejected even by the Heavenly Father. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Aren't you just some kind of, I need to fulfill those scriptures and I got to say this line? No, he's actually feeling that shut out, that rejected. For what purpose? Why would God's own son be rejected by his only father? One reason. And Jesus doesn't want whoever it was that said, are few going to be saved? You. You're the reason. You are why. He went to the cross. Why? He's journeying to Jerusalem. And he wants you and me to know the struggle that he is going to enter into and to become that narrowest of doors, the only crack, the only way, the only hope for you and I or anyone into God's eternal bliss and joy, and peace. He's it. There's no second alley. There's no alternative door. There's no other way. He is the only one. Don't miss the road sign because the consequences are very sad and all too real. All too real. That's why he welcomes you into his family this morning again. He invites you, listen to me. Find the door. Fight to get in it. Struggle and strive to lay hold of me because I'm all about holding on to you. I'm all about 100%, all in for you, to have you in my kingdom, to have you in my heaven, to have you in my mansion, in your place that I'm preparing. That's why Jesus is so honest with that, that individual, whoever it was. Number two, only two reasons. Number one, I already explained. Number two, North, south, east, west. They're all going to be there. 
Jesus isn't looking just for a few. I want them all. Whether they're coming from Korea, Hong Kong, Indonesia, you name the place. Frankenmuth, Michigan. You name the city, the town. All those places, those places that you call home, Jesus wants them, your family, your workplace, your school. Yeah, Lily, your school. He wants all of those in his kingdom. And he's got a plan. He's got you. He's got his narrow door already picked out. You. To get into that wall, he's going to pick you. And he's going to use you to reach them for his kingdom. We're not sitting here just to enjoy the air conditioning, although it's very comfortable, even in this robe. We're here to be fed with his own body and his blood. I'm kind of nervous about that coming up. You know, I got to read these words, and I forgot to print that out big, and I'm, these are little. But they're real words, his words, my body for you, my blood for you. He wants you to take that power, that strength, that kingdom, wherever you're going. I saw it a lot this week in your lives. I saw how you were connecting people and connecting them to the one person that makes all the difference in your life, and that's Jesus. And you want to share him with others? You want others to know? And he's so excited to have you and to use you, not in a bad kind of way, but kind of like that funnel. Get his love to an individual over here. He makes it happen. We're going to have opportunity to do that. This thing's getting kind of wonky on me, man. We're going to have an opportunity to do that next week. Next week is Welcome Back Sunday. Think about this week, who you can bring, who, who you can welcome into this community of faith. You've already found it. You've already you're already comfortable. You're already enjoying not just the air conditioning, but the wonderful relationships of these people. I'm already, haven't been here 20 days, and I'm already thankful for where God's placed us. Right? We have an opportunity to welcome even more. And not just to this place, but right to heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. We stand for prayer. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning that you would You would invite us to enter the narrow door. Jesus, thank you for showing us that you are here. 
personally to connect us to you through baptism, through this supper, to you and to all the fathers, joy and peace. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we pray for north, south, east, and west, all those right around us. We ask, Lord, help us to be for them that connection to you. Help us be bold. Help us to pray for all those right around us that they would see you, Jesus, as the answer to all their prayers and the one in whom we can trust. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we pray that you would also bring peace to the nations, north, south, east, and west. We probably don't know a place that doesn't need you more or need you in a real way even today. Lord, we pray for the peace of the nations that through the peace that you would give them, they would know you as the Lord and Savior of all. Lord, in your mercy. Thank you, Jesus, for the health and recovery of Kathy Trusty, for bringing Jerry back safely and shepherding Kathy through her surgery. Lord, we thank you to, that we could see her today. We pray for Stephanie Wynn and others, Lord, who need your help. Maybe in our community, maybe in our families back home, people that are on our hearts and minds that we name in our hearts now. Lord, comfort them, support them, encourage them. Bless the doctors and nurses and family members that care for them. Help them to know, Jesus, you are with them. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we thank you again for calling your children to know you. We pray for the children of this congregation that they would be filled with your spirit and share with us in your joy. We ask that you would encourage us in our ministry to our young people. As we get ready for Sunday school to start, raise up teachers. As we think of youth programs to begin, we pray, bring us leaders, Lord. Prayer, prayer, prayer warriors for them. And ask, Lord Jesus, that you would be for them, that shepherd that guides them. In your name we pray, amen.